and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Hi, everybody. I'm Hello. so happy that you're here. Hooray! Yeah. And that includes the Shelly Gang because the Shelly Gang is about to hear something at the same time as my sisters are, and everyone's heads are going to be exploded. <laughs> oh, <no>. dear. <laughs> and your minds. I guess that's a more like a, a less violent way to say that. <laughs> heads will roll from fun. <laughs> <laughs> so. Today, I was sitting alone in my living room. That happens very infrequently nowadays. My husband and my kids were upstairs playing a video game. And so I was like, I want something that I could just listen to, that I can just relax, you know, like like you do. So I turned on Disney Plus and I turned on uh, the most relaxing thing I could, which is the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the most relaxing of all Disney movies. And uh, so I just wanted to listen to the very good music and then ignore literally everything else. And um, I didn't make it very far before my kids came downstairs and were like, what are you watching? So, so I ruined my own plan. But <laughs> what I wanted to say was Quasimodo is like us. He was quarantined for so long. He only came out of quarantine when it was the Feast of Fools. What I wanted to know is, what would be the song that you would sing (laughs) leaving quarantine when it is safe to do so? Julie, are you feeling moved by the muses of... Of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm feeling entertained by the idea that I'm going to sing a great song uh, when I bust out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) Quarantine's over and I step out my door and I sing. Does it have to be a real song or does it have to be a made up song? Anything. The song that inspires me always is... Oh, what a beautiful morning. Uh, Sung exactly like that. (laughs) Uh, I love it so much. Uh, Kelly, is there a song that is touching your heart for the freedom of non-quarantine? Well, my brain just goes automatically to Tangled. Okay. Uh, When will my life begin? Or no, not that one. I was going to say, that's what you sing right now. <laughs> yeah, the one where she leaves. Running and jumping and flying and doing some stuff with my hair. <laughs> There's a guy here and he's not amused by all the things I'm doing. <laughs> I'm touching the grass with my toes and it, ow, it feels weird and I hate it. <laughs> and the water is cool <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and wet. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. <laughs> Uh, Shelly, what about you? My musical number will start before I walk out the door. <laughs> It'll be uh, the number from the producers where he it starts off, unhappy, <laughs> unhappy, very unhappy. And then I'll be singing and then bust out the door and then sing like what I, I like how happy I am to be free of quarantine. <laughs> I like that. But I guess that song ends with him still like that's just a him dreaming and then he's still at his unhappy job so i guess i'll just have to go back inside at the end (laughs) (laughs) i can only leave for a second i didn't know that we didn't we couldn't go back inside once we left quarantine (laughs) well i i like to stay very true to the staging of the song so i can only leave quarantine for like two minutes in between (laughs) uh well my song is one i've Ever since I thought of this prompt, I was like, I only have one song, and yikes. That's all I can say about my choice, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I would kick open my door and then jump out in a cool pose and start singing, Let's get down to the feet. Mom is going to be so proud because that's Donnie Osmond singing. I know. But... I don't know why that's the song. I was like, I heard all of the beautiful Hunchback of Notre Dame music. Like, it's so <laughs> inspiring and wonderful and inspiring. And 
That's all I could think of was <laughs> defeating the Huns. <laughs> That's because you're going to get down to business when it's time to be out in the world. You got stuff to do. That must be it. I'm really excited to get down to business. <laughs> and and so uh, thank you to everyone who is in quarantine right now and staying inside. And also thanks to everyone, because now you get to think of your own song that you will sing when you walk out the door when quarantine is over. They should tell us. They should tell us what songs they come up with. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have to go back inside afterwards because you are such a classicist to the staging, that's, so be it, I guess. I have to become a rancher. Oh. You have to sacrifice for your art sometimes. I have to get saved by Mulan. Cool. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm excited for the new movie, too. So Kelly has to start growing her hair in earnest. <laughs> That was fun, but now we have to move on to uh, to what we actually do here, which is find out Shelly's opinion on, on a topic that has been submitted to us by someone in the Shelly gang. And this someone this week was someone we know very well. I, in fact, saw him today lifting up one baby very oh. high. <laughs> it could be so many different people. <laughs> It's Julie's husband, Corbin, and he was trying to get his baby to stop crying. And she said, ah, ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) Corbin, Julie's husband, our BFF, so handsome. He was the one who suggested the topic for this week. Shelly, does that make you nervous or excited? Well, I saw that boy use... The, that baby as a blindfold yesterday. So I think I'm excited for where his brain, you know, how his brain works. <laughs> we as a family played Disney headbands across video chat. And I'm assuming that Valley, Julie's baby, was the, the one that, yes. that kept him from knowing what the clue was. <laughs> yes. Correct. She was a great assistant. <laughs> and she can't read or talk, I guess. She can't do anything. Silly baby. <laughs> There, yeah, one of the other children was the one who wanted to spill the beans every time. Oh, it wasn't every the baby. Every time. <laughs> I wasn't there. Who was it? Lukey, my four-year-old, was trying to give a clue that said, it starts with a pho. <laughs> <laughs> he also, for when Julie got Cheshire Cat, he also gave the clue, it's a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> he really did. Oh, my gosh. I love him. Uh, so Shelly, would you like to know today's topic? I guess I would. Yes. Today's topic is picnics. Picnics. I'm surprised you didn't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you say it when you spell it? How do you spell picnic, Shelly? Please tell the Shelly. Well, game. if I said it picnic, I would definitely spell it wrong. <laughs> I was trying to say it like the classic Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear. It starts with a yeah. <laughs> So, Shelly, Julie's going to be doing the reasons why you should be pro-picnics. I'm going to be doing the anti-reasons why you shouldn't. And Kelly, as our Shelly expert and someone very strong, so you should listen to her or else. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently I'm a bully, too. (laughs) We'll be telling us what she thinks you will choose. Are we ready? Yeah. Ready. (laughs) Okay, Julie, uh, how do you spell picnics? (laughs) Please don't ask me. I've I've failed every spelling bee I ever joined. (laughs) Picnics. I love them. We go on picnics all the time. And here's some reasons why. Number one, fresh air. If you live in a place that has fresh air outside, you could go on a picnic and enjoy it. Do you live in a place with fresh air outside, Shelly? Right now, the air where I live is very wet. <laughs> is that fresh? <laughs> so so fresh is still water. <laughs> In my mind since since I can't smell if air is fresh or not, I have equated that cool air is fresh air. Oh, so you can never have fresh air in the summer. <laughs> no. So you like minty fresh air almost, just like that cool feeling in yes. your mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I guess that's what I mean by fresh. Like I brush I brush my teeth with minty toothpaste, so this is what it means to be fresh. <laughs> is this the same thing as you thinking taste and texture mean the same thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys. 
you would not only fail a spelling test or a spelling bee, you would fail a vocabulary bee very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's my disability hindering my everyday life. <laughs> it, it it has somehow like had to re reconnect the synonym center of her brain. <laughs> <laughs> but Shelly, if you're not a weirdo like me, you could have fresh air even if it's hot outside. Summer is a great time to have fresh air and picnics. And guess what? It's summer right now. Um, and you live in the same hemisphere as we do, so it's summer for you too. It is. That's a nice thing. It wasn't always that way on this podcast. That's true. That's for show. But now it is. So Shelly, I hope you could go outside and enjoy the fresh air and take along your picnic. Another great thing about picnics in this day and age is you can escape from your house. <laughs> In fact, when I asked my children what the best thing about picnics was, that was what Ruby said, my five-year-old. She said, you can escape from your house. (laughs) (laughs) And what would Ruby's song be when she leaves quarantine? (laughs) The troll song. I got that sunshine in my pocket, got that good soul in my feet. I guess it's not from trolls, but that's what (laughs) we know it from. (laughs) They have me sing that as their bedtime song almost every night. I wonder what their dreams are like. Happy. Uh, um, but we spend a lot of time inside our house. And with four little children, it's a deadly combination sometimes. <laughs> and so just for our, our own survival, we go on picnics. We take our little reusable grocery bag of snacks and, and foods and things and waters. And we go outside. Even if it's just out in the little strip of grass outside our front porch. That's enough. That counts as a picnic. Do you always take like a meal or sometimes you have like picnic snacks outside? Sometimes we will do picnic snacks out just in the porch, but I I don't know if I would call it a picnic because we are not like, Holly, you didn't have Shelly define what a picnic was. <laughs> That's because I tried to get her to spell it. <laughs> and then she foiled you by saying picnic. Yeah. <laughs> I would say a picnic, you need to like be sitting at like a picnic bench or table or on the grass with a blanket. Because if we're just outside on our porch, sitting on our little porch chairs, I don't know if I would call that a picnic. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make this come to a standstill. I didn't mean to throw out the tough <laughs> questions. <laughs> but I guess if it gives points to my fa- in my favor, then I'm going to say, yeah, that, yeah, we have picnics like that all the time. <laughs> So we love to escape our home and go outside. It's one of the only times. Heaven bless it. Thanks, picnics, for all you do. (laughs) Shelly, you can live your gingham and large wicker basket dreams with a picnic. We had a a picture book when we were little. And I think it was like baby, baby Mickey and Minnie or baby Muppets. I can't remember. And they went on a picnic and their picnic picnic basket was so cool Because it was like lined with gingham and then the top flap had like all these little holders for your your picnic forks and spoons and plates. I think that was Baby Mickey and Friends. Okay. If I'm recalling. Because I think that was like in the same series where Mickey also learned how to put on his coat. (gasps) Yes, by laying it on the ground and (laughs) flipping it over his head. (laughs) Boy, so much inspiration from those books. But in this Mickey, Baby Mickey and Friends book... They had this awesome picnic basket and I always envied them because I was like, that looks so cool. You can keep all your stuff so tidy in this picnic basket. And I just always wanted one. I've never had the opportunity for that kind of basket to come into my life. Oh my gosh. Now mom's going to get you one. She's going to hear this. (laughs) I know, Julie, your birthday's in just a couple months. Or even worse, 20 years later, she's going to get it for you and then say, remember how you were so sad because you didn't have this just like she did with the Titanic DVDs? (laughs) Uh, Yep, that's right. (laughs) Uh, But Shelly, if you've ever wanted to enjoy the soft cottony feel of gingham under your bum, then a picnic is for you. Is gingham mandatory the mandatory blanket pattern or or may you have others i guess you can have others like my picnic blanket is rainbow and waterproof so that's nice (laughs) nice i have a feeling gingham wouldn't really protect you if you put it 
your blanket down on a damp surface. Well, gingham is more of a pattern it's than a fabric. A <laughs> what? Okay, do you think the words pattern and fabric are the same? <laughs> also. <laughs> I've always thought they were the same. Darn my sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get whatever kind of fabric you want, but it has to be gingham. I'm going to say that. Is rainbow gingham a thing? No, gingham is the style of stripes. <laughs> no, checkers. Well, that, that's what I mean. Like stripes is in like, yeah, crossing up and down. <laughs> to me, everything that is straight lines is stripes, no matter how they're, <laughs> they're situated amongst each other. Shelly, do you have a sense of smell? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, it's stripey because the stripes are going up and down and side to side. <laughs> okay. That is true. We're having, we're having a constitutional crisis. In this podcast right I can now. see gingham in my brain. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you just need to figure it out. <laughs> Read my mind. <laughs> okay, let's just move on. This is too, too controversial no, of a gingham topic. War 2020. <laughs> okay, my next, my next point. It just says, 4th of July picnic. <laughs> <laughs> is that how we had those growing up was it to talk about that or how one could have a picnic on the fourth of yeah. july or about how you're sad you're not going to have a fourth of july picnic this year <laughs> oh we're having a picnic this year oh yeah it, happy fourth of july week everyone are, are you yeah. kidding me no it's on saturday Jeez Louise. And it's observed on Friday, which means everyone should have the day off of work. Goodbye, everyone. I have to go prepare for the 4th of July. I totally <laughs> forgot about it. What do you have to prepare? <laughs> I have so much preparation to do for the huge gala. <laughs> She's got to make her gingham. I've got to hand make all of my fireworks. <laughs> She's got to get her George Washington wigs. <laughs> Sewn by hand, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's not the 4th of July without it. <laughs> well, and now with quarantine, everyone is doing things basically by hand and ha- homemade. So you got to get that sourdough bread, handmade. <laughs> yeah. You got yes. to hand make your cloths and all of your food and all the decorations. I'm going to hand make myself a wicker basket. <laughs> I've got it. to go weave some gingham striped <laughs> ba- fabric. <laughs> Corbin is like, is it bad that I'm kind of relieved that we're quarantining right now and we don't have to go see fireworks? Well, especially because didn't last year you guys go to the nation's capital? No, no. The year before. Last year I was pregnant, so I was like, we're not doing that. Guys, I had diabetes. My 4th of July picnic treat of choice is cookie dough and i could only have a little bit that's not going to be the case this year shelly i'm going to have the greatest fourth of july picnic this year and uh i'm gonna have all the cookie dough i want i was about to say get that cookie dough girl that's a that's a chatfield tradition that's true oh get out your uno cards get out your what else <laughs> i was gonna say hacky sacks but i don't think we <laughs> i don't think we did that nerf footballs uh-huh. Or like frisbees or like kites. And remember to keep your eye on the clock because at about 10 o'clock, the sprinklers are going to come on. <laughs> need to That's run. <laughs> so cute. Cute. Aw. So cute. Those cute. Ah, memories. They're so cute. <laughs> um, so, Shelly, the 4th of July is a great time to have a picnic. And if you can find a place with no other people around, all the better. Stay safe out there, everyone. Can I have an all cookie dough based picnic? (laughs) Can it be all flavors of cookie dough? Please do. That would be wonderful. What would be your top 10 choices of cookie dough? Uh, No. I'll say one that we've had recently. Jet um, helped me make a batch of snickerdoodle cookie dough. Oh, yeah. And uh, we baked a dozen cookies and then ate the rest as dough because that's how Jet preferred it. Oh, nice. And you didn't even get salmonella. (laughs) Nope. Jet said that wouldn't stop him. Well, <laughs> we we talked about salmonella and he was like, nope, don't care. It's worth it. <laughs> Guess what? Once he, once he gets salmonella, he may feel differently. <laughs> but he also talked about how this is a nostalgic part of childhood that he must go through is eating cookies. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. He knows what's up. 
I've been eating raw raw eggs my whole life, and I've never gotten salmonella in your face. But how raw many eggs. times as a child did you say this is a necessary part of childhood <laughs> existence? Well, and he's gonna bulk up with all those raw eggs. <gasps> Gaston style. Yeah, like Gaston. Shelly, this all leads me to my last point. <laughs> all right. Picnic food equals delicious food. Mm. Get that watermelon, get that potato salad, get those delicious sandwiches. And I don't know why I wrote this. I also wrote apple pie. Have you guys? <laughs> I think it's because I Googled best picnic food and apple pie seemed to come up a lot. If you want to have apple pie at your uh, at your picnic, go for it. Also, a thing that came up was scotch eggs. Do you know what those are? That's a common British picnic food. Oh. Also sausage rolls. Yes, those came up too. I guess I was plugged into the British picnic <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Google search. Oh, I love picnic food. We went on a picnic last week and we had Aunt Wendy's pasta salad. Oof. Yeah, that's Good. right. <laughs> we'll post the recipe for everyone to, to eat because it's so delicious. I love picnics because of the beautiful fresh air, being outside, eating yummy food. I usually have it with great company, i.e. my family. What What better company could I have? But now I'm going to get into the, the points that my family said, and they're a bunch of punks. And oh. here's why. Oh, no. Corbin said lawn games. And I was like, yes, great. That's a great place to do lawn, uh, lawn games. Uh, take your bocce set with you. Uh, take your lawn darts. Take your croquet. And uh, then Theo chimed in and he was like, parades. And I said, yes, you can, you can definitely take your picnic to a parade. That's a fantastic place to have a picnic. You wait for the parades to start, and then you eat your yummy food. And then they, things got a little off the rails, and Theo kept going, and he said, bar soap, baths. <laughs> <laughs> and then Corbin chimed in again and said, it's easier to go swimming in natural water. You ride there on your motorcycle sidecar. <laughs> and I said, you guys. <laughs> And some of those have been topics on this very podcast, and some have not, <laughs> pointedly. <laughs> but almost. Hot springs. So if you want to listen to all those things and think about picnics at the same time, go back and find all our old episodes. <laughs> um, Shelly, I love picnics, and they just make me happy. And I hope that you do, too, because I love you to be happy. Let's kiss. Mm, wow no. there's no Thanks. actual threat that's wonderful <laughs> i'm not into uh pda <laughs> <laughs> dang it i forgot <sighs> well julie thank you for saying the things you said but i've got things to say five of them in fact and i didn't ask my family a dang thing so <laughs> no shenanigans here at the flanagans you know okay so shelly i think you should be anti-picnics and i'm anti-picanics but i i think i just hate that word because it's not a real word and i love words and how dare you and yogi <laughs> shelly you should be anti-picnics for these reasons one i am in the bugs's house <laughs> i guess i should say that i thought of that because yesterday when we were playing disney headbands on video chat uh julie's kids were all eating carrots and uh we asked them all to say what's up doc None of them would because none of them know who Bugs Bunny is. <laughs> That's true. But so I'm not in Bugs Bunny's house. I'm in Bugs like insects' house when I'm at a picnic because ultimately, as Julie's already talked about, in order to have a picnic, it's got to be outside. Bugs are outside all the time and I'm outside none of the time. And <laughs> sometimes when I go outside, I'm in their house and sometimes when i'm inside there in my house and it's a whole thing and we laugh and laugh <laughs> categorically picnics are connected with bugs because picnic ants are a thing that people talk about and 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 depict in cartoons and on television shows and uh, movies i think i don't know when was the last movie that i saw ants at a picnic so picnic ants are a thing and much respect to them. They work hard. They get what they are going after. And I appreciate that. However, what they're after is my food. But there are also other bugs outside. I'm 
rarely getting eaten by mosquitoes when I'm inside a fine steakhouse. Very rarely. (laughs) But all the time when I'm at a picnic. And also someone who's not an insect, but it's also his house is the sun. And I get sunburned far more at a picnic than I do at an IHOP. (laughs) Unless you're eating al fresco at the IHOP. Well, an IHOP has a lot of windows. So if I'm sitting in the wrong spot, I could get like one side very sunburned and one not like I'm a truck driver. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You've done that before. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, yeah. So I'm in the Bugs' house when I'm at a picnic. And Shelly, you would be too if you had a picnic. And everyone in the world who's picnicking is sitting in a Bugs house. And you know what they say. It's a Bugs life out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Shelly, the next reason why you should be anti-picnics is because not only will your dining companions see you eating, others will be seeing you eating. And not only others, other humans, and not only other (laughs) humans, but also animals. (laughs) Shelly, I happen to know that there was a time in your life where there was someone you didn't want to watch you eat. And therefore, you would eat before you would (laughs) eat with this person and then not eat with this person. But that was not just in a picnic setting. That was even in a restaurant setting. (laughs) That was just any eating opportunities. (laughs) Well, I know what I'm saying. But if you're sensitive in general to, like, watch someone watching you eat, did you know that other people can watch you eat, too, besides the people that you eat with? And... Not only other people, but other animals and animals in general and the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) So like if you're out at a picnic and like a pigeon walks by, you're like, don't look at me. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I've never had a problem with anyone watching me eat. I'm just saying there's a history, Shelley. There's a history in your past that says you might be sensitive to that. And unless I want to date that pigeon later, (laughs) then it's not going to be an issue, I think, having animals watch me eat. That's a great thought. But what if you're at a picnic and you put the Kentucky Fried Chicken up to your lips and then literally everyone in the park and all the animals stop, drop what they're doing and stare at you while you do it? (laughs) That would be... I would feel like I was in the twilight zone, and I feel like I could be doing anything at that point in time and still feel freaked out. Wait, are we allowed to just come up with nightmare scenarios for whatever topic there is? No, no, I'm just kind of taking my point to the extreme. And so I'm just trying to to feel out Shelly's boundaries, and I got it. I X marks the spot. Okay, next. Shelly, you should be anti- picnics because there's always room for one more person at the picnic (laughs) and that's a bad thing yes have you ever wanted to throw an exclusive party or have an exclusive dining experience or just be exclusive with your own personal space (laughs) i have and that's why i'm sitting in a closet right now by myself (laughs) at a picnic unless you are sitting Well, it has to be outside. So technically, all the world's a stage, all the world's a picnic area outside. And so anyone can be can come and sit. There's always room for one more. But what if it's someone that you don't want, Shelly? Then what? There's no way you can say, oh, we're out of chairs or like we only have so many pillows on the ground. Well, it seems like you have to, you must be sitting atop something gingham. So if you bring like a really small blanket, then you can just say like, sorry, no more gingham for you. (laughs) I like the idea of just like a two by two foot square of gingham. (laughs) Slow down. Sorry, not enough room. I think that it's okay to say, I don't want to sit and eat with you, Maleficent. (laughs) stop crashing my picnics (laughs) but you know how she gets when she wants to go somewhere and then gets not invited or uninvited (laughs) so that's true i'm sick of all the curses being put upon me (laughs) for not inviting her so if you eat a picnic then you're going to be out in the public view and anyone who wants to invite themselves over can 
And if you eat in a building, only the people in the building will know that you're eating. If there are walls that say stay out through their opaqueness. <laughs> but what if I am in a restaurant and someone just like pulls up a chair to my table? It's like, hey, I'm going to join you now. Like that also would be a bad situation. I also wouldn't like that no matter where I was, someone inviting themselves. <laughs> but then you can say, excuse me. Excuse me, waiter, please get this trash off of my table. <laughs> oh, and, oh, man. And off of the side of my table right here in this chair. But there's no waiter at an outside picnic. <laughs> then you're not going to a posh enough picnic. <laughs> well, I'm not going to any picnics. So if, if fancy camping is called glamping, what would be fancy picnicking called? <laughs> Glicknick. Glick, glicknick. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Like gleeking and picnic? <laughs> Glamour picnic. Glicknick. I like mine better. <laughs> I don't know. I vote glicknick. I like that. Okay. So, yeah. So there's always room for one more. No thanks. I don't want any more. No new friends. Okay. So I have two more reasons why you should be anti picnics. The second to last one is once someone brings something to cook, then it instantly turns into a barbecue slash cookout and you have lost control of your picnic. <laughs> there are some places in the world where you picnic where there is a barbecue little setup that you can put some charcoal in and cook something. Some people do that at a picnic and then you can't rightly claim this here's a picnic. Because then someone's cooking something. And because we've already established so anybody can just come and do the thing and join your thing, then you've lost control. And how dare they do that to you? I guess I'm feeling a little confused about this point. Because, like, who's just, like, showing up to a park with, like, uncooked hot dogs? And like, I hope I can crash a picnic now and turn it into a barbecue. <laughs> No, but let's say, okay, let's just say the four of us and our families, were, we have agreed we're going to have a picnic at Ford Park in Redlands, and we are going to go to Redlands, California, all of us from where we live currently, uh, except for one of us who, I guess, Kelly, that's not a big deal for you because you're at Chatfield HQ right now, so not that big of a deal. But let's just say, and then I roll up. 45 minutes early and I get everything set up to uh, the Glicknick uh, <laughs> that I approve of. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then Julie comes with her family and they have Aunt Wendy's pasta salad and Kelly comes and she and her husband and her baby brought Chipotle. Smart. And <laughs> finally, Rick and you and Jet come straggling along because you got lost because it's been a while since you've driven there. And there's two ways to enter the park, so it's kind of confusing. But you come up and you have a bag of chips and a bag of sodas and then a bag of charcoal and then a bag of hot dogs and hot dog buns. I would have to turn you away in order to keep the integrity of my <laughs> But I'm not going to do that. So what I'm going to do is instead let go and let God and say, this is now not a picnic. This is whatever that is. And I'm going to motion towards you. Well, but what if then I feel so bad and guilty, then I'll just like, fine, I will eat the hot dogs raw. <laughs> That's fine. No, I, I imagine more Holly just walking up to you and silently taking the hot dogs and the charcoals out of your hand and throwing them in the trash. <laughs> this is a yeah. picnic. I don't know, guys. I just, I don't understand why someone would do that to my picnic. I worked really hard. <laughs> what did you do to work so hard to get ready for this picnic? <laughs> If I were to throw a picnic, I would, first of all, get a contractor's license. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> I would frame, I would pour the foundation, then I would frame out the walls and then put up insulation and then uh, site, like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure how I want to do the walls yet, but like, you know, that's what I would do. <laughs> In forty five minutes. That's pretty good. <laughs> you should you should not have built your, your picnic house then around a grill at a public park. I'm sorry. If you don't want people to grill, don't have a grill in the house. <laughs> 
And my last point, Shelley, as to why I should be anti-picnics is disparity in food offerings breeds resentment and discontent. That's all I have to say. It just stinks when someone else brings something good and you have something bad, and I hate it. Why would you do that? To me. I think that speaks more to potlucks than to picnics. Well, other people are bringing their picnic food, and your picnic food is just like something you scraped out of the bottom of the garbage can at the park. <laughs> yeah, usually. <laughs> I, I feel like this, we have actually seen this in play a little bit um, at the Redlands Bowl. Oh, because yes. I remember sometimes like walking up to reserve seats and we'd have like peanut butter sandwiches and some water and then people would have like champagne and like mm-hmm. fancy food. So I feel like there is, but we also were not picnicking together. I feel like <laughs> if you're going to make a plan and picnic with somebody, usually there's at least some, I would say, discussion of food. Is there? I don't know. I don't remember sending like getting a picnic invitation and it being like, dress casual, food under $23. (laughs) $23? (laughs) Well, but I I definitely like have heard of situations where, you know, somebody would be like, hey, we're going to just buy a watermelon and cut it up. Do you want to share? I feel like it's not like, okay, let's coordinate. Like, I'll bring this, you bring that. And we all like our food has to like be in the same vicinity of fanciness or whatever. But I think... I think it's fine to talk about food. (laughs) (laughs) And we haven't considered maybe some people like champagne and peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) But I just don't want to be eating something dumb while someone else is eating something cool. (laughs) (laughs) My kids, we have experienced this. Like when we have gone to uh, some kind of outdoor event and we bring food and then we see somebody else has brought a whole pizza. Oh, it gets it gets scary. With my kids. Like, (laughs) why didn't we bring pizza? Like, quiet. Eat your peanut butter and jelly and drink your champagne. (laughs) And then they weirdly get more weepy because all your kids are really sad drunks. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's right. Just kidding. They don't drink. Julie doesn't make them drink. (laughs) Doesn't make them drink champagne. They they choose to. She doesn't make them. We all take our, we all cheers over our gingham blanket. Anyway, Shelly, I hope that you choose anti-picnics because you made me very uncomfortable saying picnic right off the bat and you <laughs> own it. Okay, so Kelly, like I mentioned, you're really strong, but you also have a strong mind of memories. And what do you think Shelly is going to choose about picnics based on your years of experience with her? My years of experience uh, are many. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> are many. And picnics are always fun. We, we did them as a 4th of July growing up. And oftentimes when they're, we went to like dog parks or the beach or something, I, I remember them always being fun and we always enjoyed them. They were also bad things as far as like the bugs and... Uh, one time we were at the beach and somebody kicked um, a little bit of sand into a Funyuns bag. And I didn't know that. And so I was eating sand with my Funyuns. I remember sandy peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. If you're going to eat at the beach, you're going to eat sand. Yeah. And that reminds me of the little rascals when they put the kitty litter in the sandwiches. <laughs> not the same. Not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, picnics can be fun. It If you enjoy food a lot, then that can be the thing that you enjoy. Or if you enjoy the atmosphere, uh, as far as like if you have, like Julie was saying, bocce ball, hula hoops, or... Ooh, hula hoops. Cornhole. So if you have cornhole or whatever that, like, you could just enjoy the atmosphere of a picnic... And but it can also be stressful, like if you're planning the picnic or going to a picnic, how many people are there? How many people are not there? What's the dress code? What's the food code? (laughs) All that champagne, you know, can can lead to some some crazy afternoons. Make sure everybody brings their ID. (laughs) (laughs) I think Shelly's going to enjoy or I guess be pro picnic because she likes to to share 
So, like, with food, she likes to share. And she also does like the atmosphere of of a picnic if all goes well. If it gets rough, then obviously it's not fun for anybody. But uh, <laughs> so I think she's going to go pro. Well, now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Vermont podcaster, Shelly. Doesn't Ben and Jerry sound crazy good right now? So good. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I recently tried the mint and cookie. Like it's like mint and chip, but also with Oreo-y pieces in it. Mm. Very good. That does sound mm. good. That does sound good. Shelly, what do you think about picnics? You both brought up lots of points that are, I feel like, very valid. <laughs> like, because being outside does increase your chances of of being perturbed by bugs. <laughs> and it also increases your chances of the sun getting on your skin and possibly burning you. And others maybe will see you eat, which I guess I'd never really thought about much. Um, and if everyone in the park, every animal and, and human stopped to watch me eat, I may feel uncomfortable with that situation. I, in fact, would most likely feel uncomfortable. And I guess a stranger could just sit with you and start chowing down, and that would also make me uncomfortable. I wouldn't like someone to invite themselves to my picnic. Or, you know what? Even worse than a stranger, an enemy. Which oh, no, my sworn enemy. <laughs> <laughs> and who is that, Shelly? <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> she has too many. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in witness protection right now. I can't say the name of my enemy. <laughs> Once someone needs to cook something, it turns into a barbecue. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you are a stickler for the name and, and like putting something into a box and this is the picnic box and over here is the barbecue box and neither the twain shall ever meet, then I guess that could be an issue, especially if you specially built a house for the occasion. <laughs> that could be really annoying. For disparity in food offerings... I that is true. <laughs> like, let's say I make a big bowl of cookie dough and then uh, five other cookie doughs, and all I have is cookie dough. I might feel judged when someone else brings a whole pizza, <laughs> you know, and 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 the champagne because <laughs> I did not make champagne cookie dough. I just didn't. Ah. So I could see like that would be a little uncomfortable to be like, oh, you're eating your filet mignon and i'm over here eating a sandwich full of sand that's not not ideal but i i like picnics i like them and i would have them way more often than i do but i happen to live in a house with people who are not as big a fan of picnics rick rick doesn't mind them but jet jet's not a fan would he do a glicknick I think, <laughs> I don't know. Or does he want to come to my special walled-in picnic with the roof? <laughs> he just doesn't ever want to leave the house. <laughs> Jet's thriving in quarantine <laughs> because it means he has an excuse to never leave. So what is his song? <laughs> Happy days are here again for staying inside. <laughs> he, he would just keep staying inside even once it's over. But yeah, so Julie, the the wanting a beautiful wicker basket, I can 100% like, I feel that. (laughs) I remember once being in, I think it was a world market and seeing a basket like that with Mm -hmm. the little, you know, slots for utensils and it was like fabric lined inside and it was gorgeous and it was like $50 and I just just stood there for a while going, is this worth $50? How many picnics would I have to go on to make this basket (laughs) worth it? Um, and I and I couldn't do it, so I have yet to buy a beautiful wicker basket. And mom, this does not mean I want one for my birthday. <laughs> I have nowhere right now in my life to keep a big, beautiful wicker basket, unless you could literally put your son in it, <laughs> unless Jack could sleep in it, <laughs> and then you could take him in the night and then take him out for a picnic and be like, "Ha ha, I did it! You're outside." But I do have a special blanket that's like fabric-y and soft on one side and waterproof on the other, which is lovely to sit on. And it has like, you can roll it up and it has like a handle on it too, which is nice. Um, I enjoy picnics mostly with like a purpose. 
Like, I like having a picnic before a concert that's at an outdoor theater or like fireworks on the 4th of July or uh, after a hike or something. I like I like a picnic going with a thing, like a parade or something. But I don't, I also wouldn't mind like just like on a day being like, Jet, let's go to the park and have lunch today. But no one would go with me. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to sit alone in a park and eat a picnic because I feel like that would be weird. I guess that's true. Can you have a one person picnic? I think you can if you... I guess I even used to sometimes in Argentina because I would have to wait for Jet for a couple hours for him doing the doctor. And I would get some food from one of the cafes nearby and go sit in the park and eat. That sounds lovely. Everyone would do it. So it wasn't a weird thing where I feel like here in the U.S., if I was like sitting at a park alone eating, like it would be a little weird. (laughs) Picnic food is delicious. There's a chicken salad that I make that is really yummy. For a picnic sandwich. And I love other things, especially cookie dough, <laughs> um, to eat at a picnic. And uh, yeah, it, it is a nice escape from the house and just be outdoors. I feel like it's one of those things like food tastes better outside. <laughs> so so uh, so that's, that's my opinion. I like picnics. They're nice. Hooray! Well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on picnics. And now we are moving on to our segment, Kid Jokes. Kid jokes, kid jokes, kid jokes. And in the segment Kid Jokes, we harvest kid jokes fresh from farm to table. And Julie, what kid jokes do you have to give to us? I have some really good ones, uh, but it takes a little participation. Okay, guys. Okay. We got some really good knock knock jokes happening. This is from my son Theo. He's eight, and he says, "Knock knock." Who's there? Annoying sushi manager. Annoying sushi shing, manager. Shing, shing, shing. <laughs> <laughs> you know those sushi managers with their knives always being so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so the sushi manager is like sharpening knives in your face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that sounds more threatening than annoying. <laughs> But he interrupted what I was saying, Shelly. That was super annoying. <laughs> that's that's true. because he cut off my lips and I couldn't <laughs> talk anymore. Uh, okay, this next one is from Lukey, my four-year-old. What happens when an elephant sucks all your hair off? <laughs> what? what? You're bald! Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I wish you could have seen his little face when he said, you're bald, with just the delight twinkling in his eyes. <laughs> I would like to give a little punch up to that and say, you're both bald. That makes it like a real joke. Oh, oh okay, sorry. <laughs> I like that. Uh, okay, another one from Theo. Uh-huh. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting kitten plane. Interrupting kitten Meow. plane. Oh. <gasps> That's cute. <laughs> okay, another one from Lukey. What's blue and red and black all over? What? An embarrassed camel. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love it. Oh, he knows that formula and then he just says the craziest stuff and I love it so much. Maybe it's a camel who got in a bar fight and lost. So embarrassed. <laughs> yep. Okay. Last joke from Theo. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting onomatopoeia. <laughs> Interrupting onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia. <laughs> 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 oh, man. You took us on a journey. Yeah, that, that joke really, really hit you sideways. <laughs> These jokes, they were coming at me too fast. I couldn't take it. <laughs> well, this has been our segment, Kid Jokes. Kid Jokes, Kid Jokes, Kid Jokes, Kid Jokes. I don't want to do Kid Jokes. Thank you so much to the Shelley Gang for hanging out with us one more week. And thanks to Corbin Miller, producer emeritus, and a very handsome man. Right, Shelley? <laughs> So handsome. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to him for the topic submission. If you in the Shelly gang have a submission that you would like to hear Shelly's opinion on, send us those topics through ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y 
hasopinions.com. There you can find ways to contact us through either our social media or our email. And you can find all of our old episodes that Julie referenced earlier. And and you're going to have to dig because this is episode 141. So good luck. <laughs> you can also look at pictures of us, get our story. And I think I put an El Burrito shout out there if you want a good Mexican food restaurant in Redlands, California. Another place you can find us is on the amazing website for the amazing podcast network that we're on, podicongo.com. In the Podicongo network, it is full of family-friendly podcasts that you, yourself, and your family can listen to. If you sent Julie's eight-year-old to <laughs> podicongo.com, he could click on any episode and you could feel good that he would not hear any swears. Anything that would encourage him to have bad behavior, not even like Dennis the Menace level bad behavior, (laughs) not even Calvin and Hobbes level bad behavior, not even Yogi Bear stealing picnic baskets bad behavior, (laughs) none of that. There are podcasts about kids' stories. There are podcasts about learning for kids. There are podcasts where people just chat and it's very fun. And you can go to Podicon Go dot com and find those episodes but mostly Shelly gang we just want you to come back next week especially because then it's going to be episode 142 and you don't want to miss it because <laughs> i know what the topic is going to be and uh shelly doesn't I-, I lied i don't know what it is either yet so we need your topic <laughs> submissions please and guess what i do know i lied too. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Happy Fourth of July. Come to my picnic. You're not a stranger. I'm hungry now. Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you? I just don't get it, Cubone. We've been searching through this cave for hours now, and we still haven't found anything. Cubone? Cubone, Cubone! What's that, Cubone? You found something? What is it? Cubone, 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 Cubone! It's a podcast? That's right, we have a brand new podcast out there just for you. Cubones and Catacombs is a 5e D&D TTRPG podcast set in the Pokemon region of Kanto. It's filled with a rich story, lots of laughs, original musical compositions, and best of all, it's fun for all ages. What exactly do you mean by that? Well, you know, it's like no swearing and no inappropriate content, things like that. Ah, yes, of course. Come join in the fun. Cubones and Catacombs, check it out now wherever podcasts are found. So, like, inside caves? Well, no, like iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, things like that. Stitcher? Isn't that someone who fixes clothes? Because let me tell you, I could use a Stitcher right now. This cloak of mine has seen better days, and a couple patches wouldn't hurt. Although, maybe it's beyond repair, and I should just get a new one. Cubone, do you like brown?